Hello, everyone. Are we all good now? Yeah. <laughs> all right, cool. I don't know why. I still didn't hear the intro on my end, like mm. from the board. But I guess if it's out there, you know, it doesn't really matter to me. So. <laughs> We're here. We're live. Yeah. Live. And this is what this shit, this is what this does. This is, you know, this is, this is life. Look around. Look oh. at life. All right. <laughs> hold on. So now we, we good. Like, can I trust what's going on right now? Yeah. We're Gucci fam. We're up We're and good. live. Oh, uh, okay. Oh, now, I see. Now, now Pat's got PTSD. He's it's like, true. He's constantly worried about the stream now. Post stream something disorder. All right. Anyway. Have I dropped frames? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Have I dropped frames? All right. So uh, we have some news here, there, guys. As we do always. I what was I saying before? Uh, the one topic was so much easier. But now we're back to the variety <laughs> hour. All right. So first up, boys. Uh, Microsoft's buying Discord for. They're putting in a bid for ten billion dollars. We're in. They're in talks to buy. They're in talks. Well, I mean, I get. I guess like no, no definitive. Uh, they said no definitive offer has been made yet per se. But that being said, like, is is that something that you guys want? I think it's great. I don't know. I'm kind of torn because I th Mike was saying this earlier. It just feels like there's – you got a great platform. What's Microsoft going to do other than fuck it up or make it – like put it behind a paywall? I guess, yeah, that's kind of my worry about it. I like – I mean, Discord itself is kind of ridiculous that it's free mm -hmm. already. Like, I mean, you know, everybody knock on wood, but – it's a it's probably one of the more robust like messaging community and video conference platforms all free. Mm -hmm. Um and I don't know, like this is I was saying earlier to these guys where it's where Skype was, you know, Skype. That was like the only video conferencing service, pretty much, the game runner. And then Zoom just boom, out of the bat came and just put him to bed. So And on that note, Zoom, if you're listening to me, which you're not, um, if you could put an NDI output in, that would be like that would be we'd, perfect. We'd be on board at that. Yeah, point. I would we'd be buy a license. <laughs> okay, we'd be bobbing. That being said, uh, question. So, have you guys thought about any of the pros of this would be? And I think I have a couple. Give it, give it to I us. I got some for you, negative Nancys out there. Okay, That's us. <laughs> Bunch of Nancys. Anyway, uh, first of all, ec ec economically, just by them talking about this, Microsoft shares went up 1.2%. So the value of the company literally increased overnight. The second thing is that Nitro is their premium service on Discord, right? Like you pretty much can like just, th that's like for you to get like the 1080 streaming and for you to have like the 1080 web web conferencing and you know you can upload large file sizes and all that shit right um think about that bundled with game pass that's yeah. what i was thinking ah it makes you think a little bit differently yeah. now it's like oh a monetized service that, that i'm getting again from microsoft uh imagine what that could do for streaming you know what i mean imagine discord on consoles huh makes you think the discord on consoles would be cool the issue i have with them trying to get into it as maybe capturing it as a streaming platform in space is that like i, I feel it's going to diversify the market a little bit too bit too much and like it's going to be harder for content creators to you know like twitch is the main one right now and youtube's the big competitor i'd say you have mixer and you have all those for other streaming ones, right 
for streaming. I'm yeah, talking about for sure. Um, bring in, so, the Discord community management is the huge factor because every person on Twitch I know has a Discord community. And then the other the other thing I just want to add. No, go ahead, Nick. I was just going to say, if you check out that Verge article that I dropped in our in our show notes, um, it talks about like Microsoft trying to build a community. That's the one thing that they're lacking and all the other major players are missing. Microsoft doesn't have that loyal fan base like all these other platforms. You know, um, Amazon now has, you know, Twitch. Um, oh, Apple has I, to market really on like apps like and that. stuff like this. So th this is their way to kind of get in touch with these creators and have a platform of creators. Nick, what are you talking about? Xbox Live is the most... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but dude, there's a difference. Like, dude, I had to have a PS5 the day it came out, even though, like, no games have come out in three months. I've ha I had to have it. Xbox is for your mom to... Oh, this is going to sound terrible. Xbox is for moms to shop at Christmas so Timmy has something to play Fortnite on. That's what it's for. That being said, just to be just to back up that metric, right? Hardcore gamers know the ins and outs of the consoles or the hardware that they're going to buy. Okay? Like look at the fucking name of this show right there in the corner. All right. When the Xbox Series X was announced, right? I think it was something like a hundred thousand Xbox uh one X's were bought off Amazon accidentally because you know moms were just trying to get them for Christmas, so they didn't know what they were buying. Nintendo for little Jimmy. It's for very casual gamers. The price didn't change at all. All right, they so so. Granted, yes, they are in a lot of homes, and Xbox is defined as some you know transcendent experience now. Anyway, uh, they are what's it called? They, they, if this is their way of trying to build a community, go for it. Ten billion though, god damn! Imagine being the guys who started Discord. Like, oh my god, they're gonna buy well, this I, shit. Didn't I just hear recently? I don't know if we talked about it, but I heard that Discord was trying to diversify and move away from being a gaming platform or for or for gamers, trying to make it just your run-of-the-mill messaging um, live community. Uh, yeah, they're gonna piss a lot of people off. <laughs> They're doing. They're trying to do what like where Twitch did it when Twitch was like, we're not just gaming. We have just chatting. We have music. We have fitness. We have that. They're trying to just again be like, we have this platform. What can we matrix it out and market, uh, capitalize on all the market share for it? Right. Which so, I think they they could compete with Zoom. You know what I mean? I, I feel like they have a, a a much better platform than Zoom or Slack. You or know, Slack. So like, it's, totally, it's interesting. Do they have any like business plans? I know you said that Nitro, but I mean, like, is there a business? You know, for for oh, um, like a commercial grade product yeah. of um, that would be interesting. That would be interesting. I would like to I see mean, how if, if my if my company that I work for got Discord, I'd be I'd be so happy. Well, I think it also depends on like who is who runs the company because like yeah. I've heard in a couple of meetings before, like uh, in previous experience, like people laugh at Discord, like scoff at it. But it's really quite a powerful tool. You know well, what I that's mean? That's probably why they're trying to change that. You know, the, we're the, not the, just gamers. Right. Well, and I think from, this right here is going to cha help change that. The fact that Microsoft's big, sniffing them out for $10 billion, that's a big deal. So a big point of this with Microsoft, looking back at the benefits too, Pat, is for work I audited, like, you know, countless amounts of these kind of programs and Slack and different, like, you know, SaaS products. Slack has a very high security rate. 
or like a security system and backend and firewall and everything, which is why a lot of corporations use it. If Microsoft gets on the game, ups in Discord's like, you know, security and et cetera and everything like that, then there's no reason why companies wouldn't be using it. No, I definitely, I would agree with that. All right. So I guess, are we good on Discord? We good? Are we done oh, with all this Discord? Discord all right, anyway. Oh, I just, I just want to say, Pat, you, you definitely sold me in the beginning. I was like, this is going to ruin it, but that, you know, pairing it with uh, Game Pass and all that stuff. Yeah, it makes it worth I'm it, huh? Kinda, I'm kind of sold. Yeah, so if that's, I mean, outright. I, I'll tell you what, listen, we, none of us here are are shy about what goes on after this stream, okay? We immediately drop this Skype shit, and we go straight to Discord, and we fire <laughs> up Rust. And I'm about 85% positive that's going to happen again tonight, which is fine, so I'm looking forward to it. It's the stream after party. Uh, <laughs> uh, that being said... I'm going to look into what Nitro is and see if it's worth its price right now. And if they put that into Game Pass, do I need to go make shirts for Microsoft to buy to buy Discord? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. to see this through. So Nitro is only 100 bucks a year. Yeah, but what, is that, we're, what we're does that get me, though? Mike, uh, better emojis. Okay, all right, better I don't, emojis. that I don't care about. Um, <laughs> you can support a server. It says here. I'm just, I'm just looking there. You can you get rep. Support bigger uploads, HD video. Yeah. Um, the streaming. There's also there's also Discord Nitro Classic, which is just like. Could you imagine stuff being such a, a massive year. streamer that your Discord community can just get through a paywall to get to a chat room where you just host a private stream for Discord members? That that, that type of shit is crazy to me. And I guess you That's can only do that with Nitro. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's a huge thing. Like, I see a lot of people, and we'll jump to the next topic after this, but a lot of people's Patreons offer exclusive Discord streams. Right, right. Yeah. That's so, cool. All right. So one, one last thing before we move on. I will say, if anybody watching this, all three of you out there, uh, if anybody's interested in, in the, um, after the, the show after party, like when we jump on Discord and watching us play video games, throw it in the chat. Let us know if that's something you'd be interested in watching after the show. Um, yeah, true, because that would be fun. So yeah, I mean, we we basically every, after every show we play video games. So stream after party. Um, what the fuck did I want to hear us be toxic? All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. So yeah, yeah. Here's what I want to get to. See, the problem is I wrote all these shorthand titles down, so I have something in my hand while I do this, and it's just I need the full thing. So uh, global shortage of semiconductors for processor chips has hit a crisis level, and that's a bad thing. That's that's oh, a shit. bad oh, thing. You don't fucking want that. So I'm not sure how like how up you are. How in the know is the best way to say this. Uh, you guys are on a situation like this. But basically what's going on is that all of the semiconductors for processing chips that we use in literally every piece of technology that is currently in front of you that you're watching this on that your car is in. All that shit is at a massive um, shortage right now. And the increase, I mean the increase, the demand is through the roof right now because everyone's stuck at home, but all the supply chains are, are damaged through the pandemic. So I took, I did take some looks. all stuck in the Suez Canal. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. Them too. That ship. All that ship's computers has semiconductors on that shit, bro. 
Are we are we blaming the ship getting stuck in the canal yes. due to a lack of semiconductors? Well, I mean, I don't I don't think one is the cause of the other. I think there's I, we I, I'm I'm not a I'm not an engineer. But... I tend to believe. I mean, like here's the thing: nobody's died in that, right? Like nobody's died in that whole situation, right? Not I mean, that I know of. okay. <laughs> One of my I saw a really really funny I'm just, scene that was like <laughs> reject modern. And it was the Suez Canal. Yeah. It was like return to old, and it was everybody going around the bottom of Africa. Right, right, right. I didn't, I didn't understand that meme because I'm an idiot until I saw this one TikTok that was like, "We'll have to find another way to India," and it goes around the bottom of Africa. It's like this old ship, and it's singing, and it says, "All the U.S. shipping companies right now have to find another way." Yeah, look at that. There you go. That looks like a screenshot from a James Bond movie, like it's, a Daniel it, Craig James it Bond. It is pretty movie. beautiful. If you I look at it. I will say I I saw a perfect troll this morning of some guy on Twitter was just like I don't understand why don't they just turn the boat like there <laughs> sounds like they're just making this more complicated than it needs to be and the people who are not understanding like what this guy was doing they'd be like it's not that simple there's engineers trying to you know just Twitter is just a platform where people on a near constant right. basis shit on each other so they're just shitting on him and he's just like saying things like I just don't understand like why don't like I like honestly like why don't a bunch of people get on one side and a bunch of people get on the other and we push all push it's like i would honestly i'd get it done in 10 minutes there's no reason to overcomplicate this <laughs> but i also saw a uh, a petition.org petition that was a petition to add a second boat yeah <laughs> I'm glad I'm, I'm glad the internet exists for this reason so everybody could like you know Get in on the joke, pretty much. You know, start the next right. great meme. But I bet the the next boat is definitely going to be Bodie McBoatface. Bodie McBoatface is coming back. Um, he needs to, he needs to save the day. So yeah. the whole thing with this like semiconductor shortage, which sucks, is that they don't see it going. Oh, yeah. They don't go. Oh yeah, that's right. The show. <laughs> uh, they don't see it going back to normal in it for a very long time. Like we're. I think I can't remember. There's only four companies that make them. One of them Samsung. One of them is TSL. Uh, there's an, there's another two. I, I talked with it with my buddy over the weekend. But basically, um, basically one of them don't even count because they don't really account for the world supply that much. Samsung and the other one are at like half capacity right now because that's how much they can safely produce. But then the other one like can't even get raw materials to like even make the shit right now. So there's there's a whole combination of things going on with the way the pandemic has really, you know, hit the supply chain. And I mean, yeah. you even look at that picture that Nick put up of the ship that right there, that <laughs> that's your problem is the fact that they build these supply chains with capital in mind as opposed to sustainability in mind. And uh, then you get, you know, like how wide is that canal? <laughs> um, it looks like 10 feet. It's at least 10 <laughs> feet wide. At least. All right. Well, they should have made it 12 feet so this shit wouldn't happen. You know what I'm saying? Like, they dug that canal to be just as wide as they needed it to be. Well, the, the other crazy thing is that all the semiconductor production is just Asia. It's, it's no, it's yeah, America I mean, doesn't have any semiconductor production or, you know, like supply chains. Yeah. So, I mean, it, like, it, it comes might... from 
several factors you know economics where the raw materials are mined etc child labor no 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 child labor (laughs) which we don't enjoy all good stuff all good which here at nerd shit live we do not condone i don't i'm not in a a fan we do benefit from it but we're not happy about it (laughs) and we'll keep trying to sell you things that have them in it So, so i mean i think the main problem that how this is going to affect most people is that it's with Apple being like the number one buyer globally and Samsung coming behind it, there's been a lot of delays in rolling out new smartphones. Oh, that's true. I didn't get my new phone for a while. The main, like, why should you care? Joe, random phone, Joe, Joe, every man. (laughs) You can't get your precious iPhone 12 when it comes out. (laughs) I'll I'll tell you why I I care. Because nobody else can get a fucking PS5 and it's lonely. Okay, it's lonely out there being the only guy with a PS5 in a group. Okay, you know what that's I'm, like. I've been trying to build a PC since January, and here I am <laughs> on my laptop. I've been trying to build a PS5. Since January. <laughs> I can't I even. I can't, I can't even get a fucking <laughs> video how to build a PS5 on YouTube. All, All right. I built was a damn Sega Genesis. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so next up. Uh, WB and the number two largest cinema um, retailer, retailer Regal. exhibitionist, whatever Regal, they struck a deal for a forty-five day uh, release exhibition in twenty twenty-two, which is good because all the other movie studios were like, "We ain't doing business with you anymore after you just sucked all the wind out of our sales," and or I think yeah. it was Regal who said they wouldn't, but right now they have conceded they will put both movies in theaters and on HBO Max on the same day for the rest of 2021. But then in 2022, Regal gets WB movies for 45 days exclusively uh, before it, you know, goes to streaming. And then um, what's it called? What was I going to say? When you, wait, all right. So when you say exclusively, do you mean no other theaters or it's not going to go to streaming? According to this... According to this, it sounded like there was no; it wasn't going to any other theaters. Well, what what I saw in the article is it said it's likely that other theater chains will, will strike similar deals with WB. They're right. just the first so right. far. They have to lash right. it out. They do have to yeah. lash it out, and they don't want to miss all those. But right now, it sounds like WB is ex- exclusive to Regal. But the interesting part that I do want to talk about this, and it, it's a thing that's talked about all the time that I don't feel like we talk about that we talk about enough in our inner circle. Uh, is like the release window for movies. It's just mm-hmm. getting smaller and smaller and smaller. You know what I mean? I remember when Finding Nemo came out, came out in like May, around that time, like Pixar summer movie, right? That movie was in theaters for literally all summer. Like mm-hmm. it never left the movie theaters until like September of that year. That well, being... the Dark Knight also was like in theaters forever. I felt like right, right, and but that that kind of goes back to my point. Over the yeah. years, the release window has just been getting smaller and smaller for for movies. You know, it's a crowded schedule now because everybody's got like ten tentpole tentpole like powerhouse Marvel movies coming out a year. You know, big superhero romps, lots of monies because turns out there's lots of money to be made at the movies, and interestingly, the are pretty much like you can't you can't just do that anymore. You can't have the biggest movie all year and have it be out for three or four months. You know what I mean? 
Now it's... I don't know. I don't know, dude. Fucking Avatar has been out for 10 years. They're <laughs> the biggest movie in all of movies. Yeah. Avatar <laughs> re- repeated. They got to shut that shit down. That should be illegal. Put <laughs> that shit back out in the theaters. theaters. For a fucking decade. <laughs> That's got to get out of here. Um, what will be interesting, though, is do you guys think they're going to bring back some kind of version of Movie Pass? Well, yeah. I, the AMC Stubbs ran that shit into the ground, though. I think oh, I, I don't. I'm just, re, I'm well, just everyone, everyone went proprietary. <laughs> Everybody went proprietary though. So if like you want to see a movie at a Regal, you buy the Regal pass. If you want to see a movie at uh, AMC, you get the A-listers. And let me tell you something. Uh, every single time that flash goes by, where they're like, "And to our A-listers, thank you." I'm like, "That's me." <laughs> in the seat. All right, I feel good. All you motherfuckers, <laughs> y'all spent money on this. <laughs> but me but yeah, and as a matter of fact, I'm actually kind of kicking myself for not having it because I want to go see Godzilla vs. Kong and IMAX. Dude, there is no pandemic pricing at the movies. I'll tell you that much. All right, Jesus Christ. Also, also, pricing. let's make something clear about this. All right, I want to... I Let's talk about this for a second. Something that would caught my attention while I was buying movie tickets today. They're operating at 40% capacity, right? And they have to have social distancing. So when you buy a seat, the seat in front of you, the seat behind you, seat next to you, and the seat next to you, unless you like someone else in your party is there, right? Are all not sold. Okay. That is not social distancing. Okay. A seat in between your party and the party next to you is not social distancing. That's called going to the movies. All right. There is no six feet of space between the two of you. That's not how that works. No, dude. The, the theater chairs are fucking huge now. I th- you're, t- you're fine. Nah, it's dude. a twin-sized nah. bed right now. When it's- <laughs> <laughs> nah, dude. I, I, I think Liz brought that up, actually. She was like, well, let's go to a different theater where there's, like, wider seats. And I was just like... Yeah, but the IMAX, like that's what I want to see it in. The IMAX near my house. IMAX has this laser disc magic shit now that they're doing. Apparently, it's like in 4K. I don't even know how that works. It's at I. It's at the IMAX near my house, and I want to go see that. But they still have the old theater seats. They don't got the new shit yet. So it's, it's not disgusting. Yeah, exactly. Disgusting. I stopped going there because there was stains on the screens. I was like, I can see stains through the colors. And one time they cleaned the screens and it smelled like a bathroom. It was so fucking weird. And like they just showed Rocky Horror Picture Show before you got there. Well, I stopped I stopped going there because this experience sucked. However, they do have the biggest IMAX theater, nicest IMAX like uh screen in town. Like definitely those like they got it all for IMAX, but the chairs still feel like, you know. How do I put it? Like you're on some sort you're of fucking movie piece, like you're on some sort of piece of Luan with rebar behind it. Just like you know, there's no comfort at all in those things. That being said, Pat will be going to the movie theater to see. That's right. Godzilla. I will see Godzilla vs. Kong in theaters. I don't know what night we're going to go. We're going to probably buy tickets after this. So, All right. Either way, enough about my life. But yeah, so they're going to end the HBO Max uh, same day release. Which, I mean, I liked. You guys know me. I don't know if that... I mean, I don't think you guys actually... Why would I ever think you guys dislike that? You guys probably would have never seen those movies because you wouldn't have gone and saw them. <laughs> which is a thing that to is, consider. Is which like, is a thing to consider. 
there is a lot more accessibility of me being like, oh, cool, like I can just wait a month, 45 days after this comes out in theaters and then watch it at home on a service I already own. Right. Yeah, I'll probably watch it. And that leads us to our final news topic of the night. Uh, the Disney Disney re- release change date. Yeah, Disney changed a whole bunch of its release dates. Uh, for the next couple of months, going into the summer, starting with like Black <sighs> Black Widows moving from May <laughs> to I almost said Black Panther is moving from May to July ninth, I think, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. And it's coming to Disney Premier Access for thirty dollars. So once again, it's like, all right, am I going to pay a $30 ticket to go see this in IMAX when I can see it in 4K at home? You know what I mean? For 30 bucks with the whole family, too. I don't got to like split is that. IMAX, is an IMAX ticket $30? It's up there with like tax and everything. It comes out to like 23 bucks for sure. Oh, okay. I didn't um, realize it was that price. And then the other thing was that uh, Cruella... I think that only moved like a couple weeks though, right? And then that is that's on Premier Access too, and everything else got moved a couple weeks. Like Shanghai got Shang Chi, not Shanghai. Shanghai. <laughs> <laughs> Shanghai got moved. No, um, let me see. I pulled up. The, I got the list. I got it. Uh, yeah, Corella is only being pushed back uh, like two weeks, right? Yeah. yeah. And I knew it was only like in the beginning of May. So mm-hmm. then. What's the other ones? Yeah, so Shang-Chi was bumped to September 31st. Oh, Pixar's Luca Luca is only going to streaming. Damn. You know what? That that makes a lot of sense to me. Think about how good Soul did. Dude, I know, but that's what I'm saying. If you're a parent, you want to worry about getting all your goddamn kids vaccinated, bringing them to the movies, licking and chewing the gum from underneath the nasty <laughs> movie seat. Like, all right, gotta be a all right. Shit show they're kids. Like, they're not animals. No, they're <laughs> seeing a child. <laughs> no, no they're animals. <laughs> all right, so Free Guy, Free Guy went to August 13th. The King's Man went to December 22nd, which I don't, that's one of those movies I don't think will ever get out. Deep Water went to January 14th, and Death on the Nile went to February 11th. So I think... I know what half of these are. And now here's, here's the thing. It's possible. It's possible these movies that are on, that are on Disney Plus um, or that are just going to theater have a chance of making money because you want to know what we just found out a couple weeks... I mean, a couple weeks, a couple hours ago. What's that, Pat? Godzilla vs. Kong has made $130 million in its opening weekend across the globe in the middle of a pandemic. That is unbelievable. That's pretty busted. The fact that that is the first fucking movie to actually prove that a box office can work at this point during the pandemic is kind of insane. What is it going to look like in the U.S.? I guess we'll find out over next weekend. They they have a five-day release weekend as opposed to a normal three-day uh, three release weekend. Um, and Weekends I, are longer in Asia? <laughs> no, weekends are longer here, Nick. Oh, okay. um, oh yeah. It's like the oh, metric system. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah, everything's bigger, you know? Um, I'm looking I'm looking forward to that though. I I I want to see how that how cuz I think nobody came out and that only made like 6. Point, that only made like 6.5 million, you know. Mm-hmm. So really nothing to, you know, I I to scoff at really. You know, it's it's nothing to make a to do about. You know, it made about what you'd expect that movie to make about in the middle of a pandemic. But this is different. 
this is a huge IP that has a huge following and it's in a better time to go to the theater as opposed to, you know, let's say like three months ago. You know what I mean? Yeah. So the fact that we're trailing out is a good thing. This is a good sign. Godzilla vs. Kong is going to save us from COVID. going to save us. <laughs> um, but yeah. But that being said, like they are planning on like most theaters and everything and most like services are planning on waiting on that 45 day let it be on the big screen before it goes to a streaming, streaming platform. Streaming yeah. And here's and the other thing. to be the rolling out standard continuing. Also, while we're on the topic of Godzilla vs. Kong, obviously that's going to be next week's episode, um, I just want to say, though, that Legendary already, Legendary already got its money for Godzilla vs. Kong because Warner Brothers paid them $250 million to put this on... It's to put this on HBO Max legally and still put it out in theaters. So we're definitely getting a Godzilla 3, and I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> it never man. stops. Let the wheel keep spinning. All right. So uh, You've done it again. trailer came out, boys. Trailer came out. Oh, shit. I'm looking forward to this part. Yeah, me too. I actually haven't watched it, so... That being said, I did. That being said, I did see some screenshots. I don't think any of them were too spoilerific. I saw this amazing one of King Shark. He's ripping a guy in half, and it says, "Damn, oh, Zack Snyder's Finding Nemo is crazy." <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, let me bring it up here. Let me let me cue it up for everyone. Let's just see where we're at. Okay, okie dokie. Everybody sees that? Nope. Oh. I don't see shit. I done it now. You right. done did it. You boys see that? I, I I do. I no longer see um Nick and Michigan J Frog. <laughs> That's his name. Buddy. Oh, Red Band trailer. Huh? Oh yeah, it's gonna hmm. be naughty. All right, let's do it. Kick it off. Can you guys hear it? Not yet. You gotta be kidding yep. me. You're gonna risk the entire mission for a mental defective dressed as a court jester. It's coming from a guy that wears a toilet seat on his head. We don't leave one of our own behind. Hopefully Harley's still alive. No funny business, Colonel. These are dangerous people. Team two is clear to go. Fire up. Three, two. What are you guys doing? What? You, we're, we're here to save you. You were gonna save me? It was a really good plan, too. Well, I can go back inside and you can still do it. That's patronizing. I'm so sorry. Harley Quinn. Bloodsport. Kind of a weird tone. Yeah. You know the deal. Steely Dan? Successfully <laughs> complete the mission, you get 10 years off your sentence. <laughs> you fail to follow my orders in any way, and I detonate the explosive device in the base of your skull. So this is the famous Suicide Squad. Ah, uh, Jai Courtney, he's back, everyone. Nom nom. Any questions? Hand. Yes, that is your hand. Very good. We're all gonna die. I hope so. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Here's the deal. We fail the mission, you die. If we find out any information you give us is false, you die. If we find out you have personalized license plates, 
You die. What? No. If you cough without covering your mouth. Harley, although that isn't an open invitation for you to cough without covering your mouth. <laughs> What's the plan? How the hell am I supposed to know? You're the leader. You're supposed to be decisive. And I've decided that you should eat a big bag of dicks. But this whole beach was completely covered in dicks. If somebody said I'd eat every dick until the beach was clean for liberty, I would say no problem. Why would someone put penises all over the beach? Who knows why madmen do what they do? <laughs> this is suicide. Well, that's kind of our thing. When they get you out of your life, I'm going to get you out of here alive. Oh my god, we've got a freaking kaiju up in this shit! Oh, nice. Uh -huh. I love the rain. It's like angels are splooching all over us. What? She say smooching oh, I, I have splooging. Yes, I believe the word was splooging that she used. <laughs> I'm just making sure they didn't like do a uh, a family friendly version of that. <laughs> just that one line though. Uh, what do we think? Um, I don't know what to make of it. I, th I thought so, you were gonna be like, what? "Can I go home now?" <laughs> <laughs> I hope we all die. <laughs> no. All right. So you guys haven't seen the first one, right? I've seen the first Suicide Squad. Oh, you have, have you? I have. And you know so, what a big piece of shit it is. And I knew what a horrific, you know, dumpster fire it was. So help me understand. What, is this a complete redo? Is this a sequel? Mm -hmm. Like, what's going on here? It's basically a reboot. And so With the story is... the same people. Well, everyone so, but, Will, everyone know, the, but the Will Smith. Dude. Everyone but yeah. Will Smith. And even then... There, he didn't had Will Smith been coming back, that would have been Deadshot, not Bloodsport. And that's right. who they changed it to. That uh, being said, this whole story, just to give everyone a refresher, the whole reason this movie's being made is because uh, Marvel got fi Marvel fired whatever his James Gunn, and uh, James Gunn immediately got hired by DC almost immediately after to do Suicide Squad, and that would be why this movie is has a completely different tone than the last one, and it is, this, like, the, watching that trailer, I was like, oh, this is 100% a James Gunn movie. Like, it reminds me a lot of, like, Guardians of the Galaxy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Which isn't yeah. a bad thing. <laughs> nice of DC to come up with their original idea. <laughs> well, that being said, I, I think, uh, I mean, they just keep hiring the Marvel guys to make their movies for them. And like uh, you were saying the other week, like like the Jesse Pinkman, like they can't keep getting away with this. <laughs> they why can't keep getting keep away with this. Why? Why do they just get to redo everything? I mean, I am excited for it. It looks, it looks cool. It does. Um, that Sylvester does Stallone is cool. King Shark. Yeah. For it, a while, it looks. For a while, we thought yeah. it was Taika Waititi. However, he has a role which hasn't been disclosed yet. Uh, did you guys see the giant starship? Starship. The giant starfish. starfish? Giant starfish. Uh. Yeah. That is actually the Justice League's first ever uh, canonical villain in the comic books. I think his really? name is Star Starbro or Starberry or something. Starmy, like Starmy, Starmy. Yes, that's it. Yeah. yeah, from that game Zelda, the guy with the green hat. Uh, Zelda. How many times I got to tell you this? Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. 
Sorry. All right. Well, I mean, like, you it guys, looks, it looks I'll good. It. I like it. I'll, yeah. I'll, well, it's I'll, coming to HBO Max, so I'm sure you yeah. guys will see it. And, hey, you know what? I think we... I think we should do the thing, the same thing we did for Justice League. I think we should watch That's the 2016 version, and then we should watch this version. Okay, I'm down. And then we could be like, wow, this is... I, I haven't seen that movie in a while, but seeing... I But I remember I saw that movie twice in theaters because I went once with my friends in the morning, and then I went like on like a Sunday matinee like because Liz wanted to see it. So I watched it, and I just remember like, the tone of that movie shifts so drastically because it obviously doesn't like the trailer company for that movie recut that movie after the horrible backlash to BVS because they wanted it to be more fun and lighthearted and everything. Right. Right. And uh, that and yeah, obviously it isn't. So what I uh, what's it called? <laughs> but I remember thinking like I have such negative feelings tied to that film and seeing that, I was like, oh, this looks nothing like the last one at all. It's not a sequel. It's 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 like it's its own thing. And Mike, to answer your question about the name, right? Uh when he walked into Warner Brothers, James Gunn, to have the meeting, when they were asking him what he thought about a title, he suggested the Suicide Squad as a joke. He was like, How about the Suicide Squad? And they were like, Oh, that sounds actually pretty good. Yeah, you can go with that. Like, yeah, exactly. So that's the only reason why the movie is named the name it is. But also people think, like, it, since this is James Gunn, it's probably going to be very good. So it'll be the definitive version of the Suicide Squad, at least for right now. Do over. <laughs> yeah, pretty it, much. It's crazy how, like, you know, we're talking, like, you guys remember, like, I don't know, like, within the last five years where people are like, oh, they're redoing all of these old movies and, like, old movies, you know, when they redid, like, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. And it's like, no one's got an original idea. It's like, bruh. Yeah, <laughs> Suicide Squad came out like what? When did it come out? Like 2015, 2016. 2016. And even yeah. to that end, you look at a movie like The Incredible Hulk. Uh, that came out in 2003, and then they redid it in 2008. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, the posters I mean, I the posters look sick too, Nick. I, yeah, I wish I could get it in better frame, but the poster is incredible. Like I, this artwork, it, like the it calls back to the Dirty Dozen. Right. Yeah. Um, Dirty so Dozen, good. very Star Wars. like. Yeah. Also, um, what's his name? Um, John Cena, that guy. Uh, he's not playing Captain Stars and Stripes. That's kick ass. I forget his character's name in this film, but he's getting his own. Uh, he's getting his own HBO Max series. Already, yeah, like, sense. and James People Gunn is whatever the fuck James Gunn done. is writing and directing, so they must have been really impressed with his performance. You know what I mean, dude? Like, he's a he's a very good. He's kind. I feel he's kind of like the Rock, where like in most things, it's like, oh, you know, he's you a don't. Wrestler. He's a wrestler. <laughs> like, you don't really expect him to be good, but then you're like, I'm very pleasantly surprised, <laughs> and I would probably enjoy that. It sounds like expectations are just really low for John Cena. <laughs> I'm not saying that's not what I'm saying. But... <laughs> or um God, what was the was the other movie? He was in Transformers. He was good in that. I saw him in that movie in 20, Cock Blockers. Uh, he was in Yeah, yeah he was in Cock Blockers. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. He was in 21 great, Jump Street. He was in 21 Jump Street? 22 Jump Street? Who was he in 22 Jump Street? Wasn't Who were the main people in 22 Jump Chad, Street? Chad, that's uh Channing Tatum, Channing and, uh, Tatum, uh, and uh, Jonah Hill, jacked, kind of bald oh, dude. But guys, Jai Courtney's back as Captain Boomerang. A human oh. thumb got another role in Hollywood. 
<laughs> I okay. saw that. Have you ever seen Terminator Genesis? The guy is oh, yeah. the most oh, yeah. unlikable dude in the whole movie. <laughs> He's well, such they, an asshole. They didn't give him a whole lot to work with. That's no, they also didn't. Script. They also didn't give him a whole lot to work with Captain Boomerang in the first Suicide Squad. And okay. right before we change over to our main topic tonight, I just want to let you guys know that um. They are, you know, the response to this trailer has been so good that they're doing a four by three version of the Suicide in Squad. In black and white. In black and white. Fucking out of here. So now we'll have Justice League, BVS. They're, everything's getting a four by three version now. All right. So we have, uh, we just got, I just uh, got word from our producers. We have a picture of Pat at the theaters uh, from seeing... Godzilla versus uh, King Kong, <laughs> all by himself in theaters. <laughs> there I am. There, there I is. am. But the embargo doesn't lift till Monday, so I can't say anything. Uh, you flew to Asia. I uh, yeah, but I'm, beard, yeah, but beard. if I commit the crime in this country, that's the problem. <laughs> all right, so moving on, boys. There we go. There it is. Had <laughs> a little extra roll. Yeah. Um, yeah. We gotta add like a group of of like children going yay at the end. Oh, yeah. it's true. That, that, yeah. Uh, that sound effect when you get a headshot in Halo. Yeah. Headshot. <laughs> Kill spectacular. <laughs> Kilimanjaro. Hell's janitor. Uh, <laughs> Kill tacular. All right. Anyway, moving on. We watched Invincible this week, uh, which I. I, I never read the comic book. I didn't know anything about this till I saw the first trailer. I know it looked really good. I saw there was a lot of gore. It was animation. I was like, I'm in. And I did like it, but I do have some gripes. However, Burke, I'm going to turn it over to you because you yeah, seem okay. to be the one that connected with this the most. I, I, had, I, I had an interesting time watching it. And I, I thought there was a, I'll, I'll walk us through a la, a la Pat last week on Justice League. I'm here to uh, take us through these three episodes. I'll have Pat every week. Okay. I'll have Pat every week. <laughs> but go As on. A note, there are there is a huge spoiler that we're going to talk about. It is on the first episode. It's the end of the uh, first episode. All right, yeah, like, we're... I just want to go through and talk about our, our first reactions and our feelings to it and before we get into uh, spoilers and plot points. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to say anything with okay. that. Overall, my initial reaction was it's – or, well, for those of you who don't know, let me just preface it a little bit. Um, it's, a, it's an Amazon animated series based on a comic by Robert Kirkman, Corey Walker, and Ryan Otley. Um, and it's kind of a – it's like a 45-minute weekly, you know, episodic uh, animated show. So it's interesting. I, I had not seen anything going into it where Pat was like, I've seen it was gory. I've seen it was this. All I've seen – was like when I pull up my Amazon Fire Stick and that little, you know, top bar comes up and it's like invincible and it's just got like a really simple cell shaded or not even cell shaded, but just colored in. Yeah, I was gonna say that's not cell shaded. Not cell shaded, <laughs> just a simple, simple graphic colored in. So it looks like, you know, like early two thousands Cartoon Network, Static Shock, uh, mm -hmm. you know, early Justice League, early That's what you think it looks like? I think it looks like you know it looks like Batman Begins or Batman not Batman Begins. What was the um what was the young Batman show on Cartoon Network? Batman Beyond. It was Batman Beyond. It looks like that kind of thing to me. But overall, I think there's some really cool action followed by a bit of 
clunky exposition and kind of like awkwardly paced conversation. Um, you know, it definitely grabs my attention. I'm really interested to see where it goes. And I'll grab your guys' opinion before we start breaking it down a little bit more. All right, I guess first reaction. I thought it was good, and I really like it. However, I think that, like, it's trying to stride this line between, like, ridiculousness and, like, actual serious storytelling, and it hasn't found its footing yet. And I feel like it gets closer to finding its footing with each episode I watched. Because, like, the particular thing I picked up on, which we'll get into in spoilers, is, like, they pretty much implement this mechanic where, like, they don't really say the name out loud for a while. You know what I mean? You guys want to get what I'm saying? So it doesn't, like, so it doesn't sound ridiculous until you're attached to a character. You know what I mean? Yes. And that's kind of what I felt like at the end of that third episode. Also, like... The animation in general. I don't know what is up with the animation. Maybe they haven't figured it out. Like, I get every animated show starts off one place and is in a totally different by, like, you know, the first, like, look at, like, Rick and Morty. You know what I mean? And the only reason... The the animation budget is cheap. Yeah, and the only reason that Solar Opposites, I feel like, has the quality that it does is because who's behind it and they already worked out all those bugs. You know what I mean? For that animation style. Whereas... This is just kind of like this new, like, it's kind of anime, but not. Like, it's got those hard, fine lines. It's very but it boondocks. Has, yeah, it is very yeah. boondocks. It's got a lot of weird lighting. You know what I mean? The, the, the shading is so much different than I've seen before. And the action is, like, so clunky. It's like when there's small, contained, like, little itty-bitty fights, it's super tight. But when it's yep. big, flying around, it's the one of the most poorly rendered things I've seen so, in animation. Like, if I can jump in, I, I feel like this is where I kind of liked it the most. The animation made me feel like I, I was a kid watching cartoons on the weekend. And I don't know if that was something they were doing on purpose, but it, it, yeah, it was imperfect and, and kind of janky, but I didn't, it didn't take away from me. You know, it just made me feel like I'm watching a cartoon and I was kind of lulled into a sense of, superhero and then the the amount of blood and gore that we saw that really hit me that much oh harder yeah i did I love that different headspace 120 percent. so that is the big thing that i felt with it was yeah it was very disarming the whole first episode and we'll get right into it the whole first right, like are we I doing said, tri- are we all right we're gonna do i'm putting the spoilers banner it's happening all right go for that it. spoilers banner it's because up. there is a, spoilers. it is episode one big spoiler here though so yeah, that's literally what I wrote down. It reminds me of watching like Saturday morning cartoons. You know, you got this whole comprehensive team of heroes. The audio mix was kind of shitty for most of this. Like, it was really bad. Yeah, it was, dude. I couldn't there's keep the volume no, up or down or what the no fuck. There's no background music most of the time. The voices are real low. The explosions are real loud. Yeah. So, I was like, the mix is terrible. I'm glad somebody brought that up. No, it was really so. But like you're getting off like episode one is you're kind of understanding this one guy. Um, he is trying. He's played by Stephen Yun. Mark. His name is Mark Grayson. And he's Kept just he's waiting. Dick basically, Grayson. his dad is his dad is a Superman esque person. His mom is a normal. You know, and that's on person. God, baby girl. <laughs> that's on God. So his dad's a Superman. Pretty much. Mom is normal. And they're just kind of waiting for Mark to get his powers. 
and you get like that kind of early Spider-Man vibe where it's like he's trying to figure out what his power, like he knows what his powers are, but he's trying to figure out how to use them. Has a lot of trouble like landing, has a lot of trouble flying. Yeah. You get this like nice and connection actually, of a fatherly son. You want to know what, Burke? I, I kind of thought about that while like I was watching it. I was like, oh, Nick's going to like this. And Liz said, why? And I was like, cause no fully formed heroes allowed on Nick's watch list. <laughs> I was like, you're not allowed to have just a hero just drop in at any point and be like, here I am. I'm perfect. Which hey, I mean, you to your point, Omni Man's allowed to be Omni Man, but anybody else who's new to the game, yeah, give, yeah. give him room to grow. Yeah, all exactly. right. Actually, Which, this is what it is. I, I mean, like, so I was gonna say about that that the cast is good. I do have a note about yeah, that. The, the cast, cast is phenomenal. Is, uh, blew me away. Every single person on here is like uh, uh, an amazing actor in their own right, let alone voice actor. Dude, you have Stephen Young, you have Sandra O, oh, Jason Manzukas, you have Gillian Jacobs, J.K. Simmons, J.K. Simmons, Mark Hamill was the tailor. Mm -hmm. Hamill as the tailor. Uh, John Hamm is in it. Um, uh, Seth Rogen is also in it. Laura as an Cohen. Alien. Lauren Cohen was uh. She was War Woman, but yeah. War every, Woman. every single that Robert Kirkman ever met on yeah. TV, <laughs> right? And we're just scratching the surface. Like that's just the that's the top tier. But that's like yeah, you know the the first episode, 30, 40 minutes in, it's like okay, cool. It's gonna be about this teenage kid, very Peter Parkery, learning about his powers, trying to find a relationship with his dad, and then, boom. My notes here, I have a big capital, what the fuck just happened? Oh, at the end of the first episode? At the end of that. At yeah. the end of the first episode. I will say that. Went, it was a natural. static shock to attack on Titan level gore, <laughs> violence, hyper violence. I will, I will agree with that. It went from your everyday run-of-the-mill origin story to like, yo, what? The, I was like, all right, I got to see how this ends. <laughs> like, That's, that's where I was hooked. The stinger well, I happens. I, I just want to say, like, originally I was kind of like, what's the deal with Omni Man? His dialogue is weird and it's kind of like flip flopping between very fatherly and... figure and then just kind of a dickhead. Yeah. And then when that happens, it's like, okay, there's something more here, not just underformed dialogue. There's yeah. something else going on. It's very deliberate the way he speaks, too. You know what I mean? He has yeah. very defined intention and, like, he the way he darts from personality to personality is kind of crazy too. You know what I mean? Where he's just like, uh, how do I describe it? He's very uh, straightforward. Like, son, like tomorrow, you and I, Bright and Ori, will get out, we'll train. And in the middle of training, he's like, let me just punch you in the cardiac cavity as hard as I can. <laughs> <laughs> that, um, yeah, it's it's that's that's where I said it's like a little bit clunky with exposition and everything. But like, I do have that as a big note. It's like I was like, why is the dad so upset about him getting his powers? He flips back from being like a great metaphoric teacher like you know talking about like you know when you're a child you are learning to walk in balance this is much like flying right like a, right that helped me understand it more too you know what i mean very strong fatherly figure <laughs> and then yeah just decks the shit out of his son well that's not even like what about the woman at the hospital he's like get my goddamn suit bitch oh <laughs> yeah, my suit. i know you got it back there i don't care how ripped up it is now go get it right now god damn it so the thing that I the thing that I took a note of and when he's um Mark gets like, you know, beat up by a bully in school because of course it's a high school drama in that way. <laughs> um the, the after he gets his powers and he gets hit a little bit and he's like, "Oh, I feel like I need to punch something." I was like, "Okay, so these people from his planet have anger issues and we're going to see how that's explored." Interesting. Definitely. But, um 
but yeah, I have the note for loving gore. I loved that. That 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 la- the end of the yo, he turned that one bitch's head all the way around. Like I was so like, the oh. Of, the end of episode one, you have this global group of people who is like the Justice League. I I they just all, hate the compare. I hate that. I hate how everybody. I, there's a Batman guy. There's a Superman guy. There's a Wonder Woman guy. There's a Martian. I'm like, all right, I get the joke already. Like just. Do it like make it your own. This this is what I was talking about. Not, I was like, that, was this a like joke? DC and Marvel characters. Like, yeah, yeah, that yeah, was everybody. that was the other thing too. They, that's this goes back to my point about it. Like I couldn't tell if it was trying to be ridiculous and like self reverent or like it was trying to be serious storytelling. Because here that's you have like point. all of these like caricatures or like parodies of other real. I don't want to say use the word real, but I guess we'll use the term real super established, more established superheroes in like the same structure and form. And yet like it's trying to be played for like played. You can't not play that for a laugh. You know what I mean? Right. You know, like, at least yeah, I you're, think you're going to say dark wing is Batman and the dude looks like Batman. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, but what happens at the end of that episode, this is the spoiler. This is where all the gore comes in is you have all of them show up to their Justice League headquarters-esque thing. They're like, who summoned us? What's going on? And then you have Omni-Man come in and literally just destroy every other superhero. He takes the Flash guy, just crushes his head, his eyeballs come out, uh, punches through this Green Lantern chick's face. Yeah, the War Woman, the Wonder Woman chick, snaps her neck, turns her around. As her neck's on backwards, she, like, spits up blood and just falls down. Like smashes in the aquaman fish dude's brains its guts everywhere so i actually have a question about that i thought those guys were getting in there to like you know how like the the guys from the defense force were getting in there and they put them all on stretchers and stuff and they put the one guy's head on the like the little spot and they put the thing over his neck and it stood up and it yeah. punched them i thought i was like oh they're actually going to heal all these dudes and then it's going to be a problem for this guy right but no, like they're true. actually all dead. Like they really all died. It's just that was that was the show's way of telling us the medical facility has these way crazier technology yeah. out there than, you know. Yeah. Well, while while you bring that up, that the whole what whatever that like paramilitary force that they have, that it was so cool the way they like you know, like were apparitions. Yeah. And that demon detective character, Darkwing I, Demon. I love all oh, the that Hellboy dude's demon. awesome. Yeah. That guy all is the shit. Kind of like fringe characters. All the characters I, I felt like had really unique and interesting characteristics. It wasn't the same old superhero shtick, unless they were lampooning a specific right. character. Right. Right. Darkwing Demon, though. What I love about him is it Darkwing Demon? What is it? Demon no, Detective. Darkwing. Demon Detective or some shit like that. Yeah. Either way, though. Oh, his name is uh, Blue Balls. <laughs> Blue Balls. Um, Blue Balls. That dude's introduction, how he, how they clear the room, and he's like, you can come out, I can see you. And it's like, well, they see there's the something breath. in the foreground, yes. and then the camera pans, and there he is. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And you see that when he's in the house, when he's in the control center, and when he's at the crime scene, and at the funeral. Like that's how they introduce him. I'm like, I want to see how they keep bringing this guy up. Like that's creative to for them mm-hmm. every single time. It is Clancy good though. Clancy Brown. Clancy Brown. It's uh, in, it's interesting. I mean, I I feel like you know everything really draws off of a lot of like the darker DC kind of elements. You get a lot of like the Watchmen vibes. I found a lot of like the boys mentality in this. Yeah. Where, you know, everybody knows there are supers. It's not like supers are protected in some way. There's some kind of government intervening force. Um, but 
Yeah, I mean, like episode episode that's pretty much episode one episode two you start to get introduced introduced to a lot of other characters some like teen titan-esque characters right that's where we have like zachary quinto uh jason manzoukas that's gillian jacobs are all of these teen titan-y kind of characters um it's really interesting i think like you know we continue to explore more of the anger issues here with like omni-man's race where i think in this episode he there's a bunch of invading, invading aliens and everything. He goes back to their planet and just demolishes <laughs> See, an entire planet. that was planet. cool, but I thought the invading alien thing was like a joke. It's like, how it, many times are we going to do this scene? I know. Well, I mean, like, it's that, it's that, like, that just kill that, the dude in the beginning. <laughs> like, that I, was that Saturday morning cartoon vibe. It, it's like, it doesn't have to be... not Like, comic book characters don't have to be grounded in reality. Like, contrary to whatever, Christopher Nolan... And, uh, you know, J.J. Uh, Abrams and, uh, you know, Zack Snyder want you to think it can be lighthearted and silly and stupid. I, I will say it it was funny. It was fun and funny seeing those guys get injured and then come back three days later. And it was decades. And that one guy went from like a private who got shot in the eye. to now he's yeah. like a colonel. And then he went back and he was the general in the power armor. And he was in charge of everything. They had the bracelets and stuff. I thought that yeah. whole thing was cool. The yeah. per that that was cool, and Omni Man going back and destroying that place was awesome to watch too. And I like how he even came back like with his you with know beard. with the yeah. beard and his hair grown well, out. He aged differently and on their planet. right, right, right. <laughs> that being said, the personal drama though it was it it's it it it's super teeny. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like I I know they're gonna get into more shit. But I, I kind of felt like I was like, oh, really? We're going to do this like he's going to cheat on her. So he's going to leave him and then go to the but guy that that she guy obviously and then, likes yeah. and likes more like, it, you know what I mean? It was that type of shit. And then she sees them making out like and thinking like, you know, that he's not a confused teen boy. You know what I mean? I don't want to make any excuses yeah, for anyone being a player. But <laughs> but my point is, is just that, like, you know, you can, yeah, pretty much. My, my, my whole thing was just that, like, you know, she flew up to his window and saw him making out with her. That could have been, like, you know what I mean? And she was like, oh, you know, good on you and, like, flew away, right? That could have, she could have never done that. And then they could have, those two characters could have never seen each other again. And then their relationship to just keep, like, keep going. Like, they, yep. you could just start seeing that other person and then tell the person you were originally with, hey, it's not working out. You know what I mean? That's what it could well, have been. So, like, I don't understand what your problem is, though, with it. Like, it just feels like it's it, like teen rom com shit. It's a cartoon. It's a cartoon. No, I, I know. And I, I, think, I think I get what he means as being like, it's trying to straddle being like an old school ish kind of like cartoon, but also be a hyper violent for adult drama. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. the mix. I'm not kind of getting here. It's I think not it's, quite I think sticking the landing for me. Like it works all right. And I mean, we only have three well, that's episodes what I'm to go off. So we'll see how, like if it's an eight to 10 episode series, it's eight, it's eight. Well, it's, and it's they're going right? to be sequentially every Friday. So, right. So, so, so what I will say about that though is, it, it, you are telling a story about a 17-year-old kid. At the like, even if it is like this hyper-violent, you know, superhero story, it does. It is trying to show you that this kid is immature, and even in the superhero aspect of his life, he's immature and doesn't know how to handle his powers. In his normal human side of life, 
he's also immature and doesn't know how to handle big yeah. high school stuff. Like I said, I get I, I get that and I can see the angle they're going for, but I just feel like right now with these three episodes, when it works, it really works. Mm-hmm. And when it doesn't, it's kind of like just sputtering out Funky. until it gets to the next yeah. part that's awesome. Uh that being I said though, agree. I like the characters, I like the cast, and I do want to know where it's going. The one thing I do want to bring up though. And I said this before, uh, the title sequences, the title cards, it's kind of an amazing idea. I love it, dude. I it's have that, such yeah. like I remember I was like 38 minutes into the first episode, and then he goes, ah, he goes, I'm, and it cuts to Invincible, and I was just like, that was a cold open, and I like checked the runtime because I was trying yeah. to see how long it was gonna be after that. Oh yeah, that's right. There's no opening theme either here, um, yeah. which weird, a lot of yeah, Am- a lot of Amazon shows don't have. And uh, even by that uh, standard, then in the next episode, they get it's like what in the first 10 minutes, like the, the somebody, ch- odd, yeah, yeah, he like says to that girl, he says, What's her name, Eve? Uh, he says, Adam to Eve, Eve. I, I'm, and she goes, Oh, you're, and it cuts. I was like, Oh, I get it because they know it sounds ridiculous, so they're just putting it in your face, and then I think it's after that one is where they start dropping it in conversation more, and then. Yeah. When you get to the Seth Rogen alien fight, uh, and he says, like, you're invincible? Isn't that a bit optimistic? I yeah. was like, yeah, see, like, like that's they're they're invincible. working you up to it, which is kind of genius. And One, a <laughs> really, really, really cool thing with the title sequence, though, and I'm not sure if y'all picked up on it or not. First episode was clean. Second episode had one splatter of blood. Third episode had two splatters of blood. So it's getting progressively more fucked up throughout now yeah so it's going like so i think that's you know very indicative of things seem okay now and it's just i mean everything's gonna go to hell like that's the only way i can see this whole series playing out is extremely negatively yeah i'm (laughs) curious as to why omni man did what he did we'll see yeah yeah. i would say that's a pretty big plot point (laughs) i think there's a huge anger thing or something where it's like they need to kill be, well, maybe right, so, they have to offset because they they go out into the world to do good. Um, and that's part of their it's like, like their purge. Like, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I think that they need a purge, and that's why I think he's really nervous for Marty to get his power. You say Marty? For Marty, I'm looking at you with the Back to the Future shirt <laughs> on. Marty, so, Janet. Did you notice when he goes to the alien planet, he says Earth is not yours to conquer. Ooh. I don't know oh. if that maybe I'm reading too much into that, or is that him alluding to it's his? I I think there's a lot of like going to be a lot of like, you know, misrepresentation or like subversion that's coming up. Un uh, unreliable narrator. Yeah. So I mean I'm I'm completely optimistic for it. I think generally overall it grabs my attention, but it does feel like it's a little bit late to the party with all of like were superheroes and everything. Like, if this came out five, ten years ago... Well, the, the comic book is from 2003. Yeah. Right. So. This, if this rendition came out... Right. Like, and I understand why they're repopularizing the comic book with everything going on with comics and everything now. Um, but, damn. Like, and I know it's an animated show, so it takes a while to do, but it just feels like maybe even, like, two years ago, it could have been a little right. bit prevalent. Well, especially, like, when you got, like, a two-man team in South Korea working on this by themselves. It takes a while to do the animation. Very fair. 
I just but, remember there was a flip he did at one point. And I was like, that could have used like two more frames and that would have been so much better. <laughs> that's all. That's all. They're like, like, we're doing this on the threes. Yeah. And we're getting away with it. <laughs> where he's flying and they keep his body static and it looks like they just literally like keyframe. <laughs> I noticed that one too. The choppiest, like, you know, Adobe Flash looking animation thing I've ever seen. But then, like, also the gore parts were, like, very well done. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, they, with they, time. They knew where to spend their money. <laughs> as long as it's to... successful with time, it will get better. Yeah. You know? I, I honestly, like, normally this would be the kind of thing where I take points away, but I really do think it's charming. I It really got me on its side, the fact that it was a little kind of fucked up. Dude, yeah, that's like those kind of shows. I was surprised like, you guys liked it this much. I didn't think you guys were gonna like it. Like, I don't. I I really like those kind of shows where it's very non-traditional and it kind of like flips everything on your head. Like, yeah. I compared it more to Attack on Titan, which I don't know if either of you have seen, but no, I haven't. Like, it's it's a it's an anime where it's like a future or a different kind of world, and there's a bunch of like giant people monsters that kill people. Um, but it's one of those shows where it's like. You get attached to somebody and then they're just brutally killed. Like there's no, there's no, and it's not even dramatic. Oh, we're going like, to get a lot. It's Robert Kirkman. We're going to get a lot of that. That's what I'm looking forward to. Me too. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess uh, everybody's good on that. Yeah. I guess we'll just, uh, we'll just keep watching it and then eventually we'll do a series review. Can you all post it? Let me know if you guys enjoy it too. Yeah. You let us know, please. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I haven't done this in a while. Or at least I feel like we haven't done it in a while. It's a long while in between these shows. I'm sorry. My back hurts way too much to do that. <laughs> Just to, to, to set this clip up a little bit, this uh, clip was provided to us by my girlfriend's younger sister, Grace, uh, I found this clip on Reddit, and uh, she she helped. She added a little bit of editing to it. Oh, she edited this some. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, just a, just a, ha uh, a, a hair. I gotta be honest, I don't know if I could play any more of that because that will get us taken down. <laughs> but let's see. Oh, look oh, at no, her. No, she's okay, she's okay. You should bring me. Oh my god, that's. I, I don't know if okay is the, is the word for it. She gets up and goes back for the gas can. Yeah. That doesn't mean she's got. She's not gonna Hair? need facial reconstruction. <laughs> Can I ask a question? No, she had a mask on. She's okay. This was taking place during the riots, right? That's when this video so. is from. I'm pretty sure it is. I don't know. But that's, I might uh, be that's, wrong. A, that's a great note to uh, anybody, any of our viewers messing with gasoline. If you pour gasoline on something and let it sit for a while, those fumes sink to the ground. That's what explodes. Not the not the liquid. The not fumes. the liquid. The fumes are the dangerous part. They wouldn't so let me provide arson. The effects of gasoline on fire. <laughs> 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 Let's look. Uh, I, hold on, I turn. Oh my god, dude, that fucked her up. Gene, I like how she was like, "I gotta go back for my gasoline." Up, she crawls away. 
She crawls she, away she like a kid the going up the stairs. Yeah. <laughs> or a demon. <laughs> <laughs> well, she just saw hell, like, That's firsthand. True. Oh, man, that was so the, fucked uh, up. I mean, like, Jesus low, Christ. Like, give it to us one more time. Can I, can I ask, like, why someone would do this? You know what I mean? If for those who are just listening, I turned down the volume because it's just going to blow out the fucking speakers. But uh, it's a woman pouring gasoline in a Jeep. Looks like a Grand Cherokee 4x4 in the backseat. And I guess she goes to light it and doesn't know basic science. And uh, it explodes in her face. My God. Do you think that window was open or did she smash it? Oh, my God. That is... The fr- it looks horrible. like she tried to smash the driver's side window and that <laughs> didn't break, so you see it, you see it's all like crunchy. Oh yeah, oh, you're yeah. Right, you're right. So she probably got in the back. You know what serves her right, you fucking dumb bitch. Don't do that. Don't fucking <laughs> set people's cars on fire, you fucking asshole. That's what you yeah, get. pretty much no matter what they've done, it's probably we, not a good idea. I don't know. I'm going to be, you know, this is the guilty until, you know, innocent until proven guilty. I mean, this is literally damning but, footage. But no, yeah, this but is pretty much the courtroom footage right here. Yeah. I want to hear what she has to say. You're you're basically <laughs> seeing her her go to jail. That's pretty much what you're going to see. <laughs> That's like that fucking TikTok of that those idiots firing the fucking guns out of their car and posting yeah. it. Uh, on the internet, and then I think it says something like 72 hours later, they're both in handcuffs and in jumpsuits with criminal charges against them. Because, like, wow, turns out if you film something, you know, if you film yourself doing something fucking illegal, they will find you, okay? And, <laughs> and they will you know, find every you. Every single person that filmed well, themselves raiding the Capitol. But like, that's <laughs> the thing is, this, I this guess woman... I didn't think about that. That's right. There was an insurrection that was documented by the insurrectionists. Probably the first time in history. <laughs> fucking idiots. You dumb so motherfuckers. This, this woman didn't film I, I really herself. Somebody else it. did. Do you think the person filming was the car owner or just an oh, innocent no. bystander? No, no, dude. If that was the car owner, I would have been... All right. If that was my car, I would have grabbed whatever object I had nearest, closest to me, and run out there and broke kneecaps. Like, that's I how it would have happened. Dude, you're getting, a, you're getting a brand new Jeep out of this situation. Dude, you are getting a brand new Jeep, and, like, you are getting the glorification of being like, no, I didn't do that. That's not me. And then you being like, <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, I'm sorry. I just, I, I just, uh, maybe it's something different. We built differently. That's what it is. We built differently. Dude, no, this is, this is that one neighbor that everybody's got around that you're always like, God damn, what is Margaret getting up into right now? <laughs> This is it. This is it. We're getting him kicked out of the HOA. He's finally crossed the line. I will say, my car, I used to live in Asbury, and my car got broken into several times. And after the second time, I started contemplating... Do I want to get a gun? Like, am I just <laughs> am I just at the point where I'm like tired of my shit being broken into? Yeah, really. Uh, is this? You should have just put a note on the car. Y'all already hit this car th- twice. <laughs> yeah, and then it happened a third time, and then I moved out of Asbury. <laughs> There's nothing left. Wait, what did they take from the car, Nick? No, I mean, like, I don't got shit. The the first time it was like work work stuff. I had like an air compressor. It was like I had to tell my boss like. All the gear from work got stolen. He's like, "We're moving anyway. Who cares?" Uh, and then, like after that, it was it was like 
just little shit like change out of the glove compartment and That's stuff like that. That's fucking petty. Yeah, but I mean, could be worse. Thank Maybe God you're like, like none of those movie characters that just leave their keys in the friggin' yeah. sun visor, you know? All right. Well, that's what led me to. It took me three times in my car to get broken into to realize that the passenger door lock mechanism was broken. <laughs> oh, so no. How do they keep getting in? They just opened your car. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They just opened. It. I mean, why are you going around trying handles? That's Dude, why they that's, kept. That's, that's why they kept hitting life. your car. They're like, this guy never learns. <laughs> <laughs> like when we just keep building our rust bases near yeah. monuments. <laughs> <laughs> we'll never learn. All right. Well, with that said, uh, everybody, give it up for Mike Burke for leading us through the conversation tonight. He took it upon himself. Here it is. There's what I'm looking for. Yeah. 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 Okay. All right. So that being said, next week's Godzilla. Uh, Like, subscribe, audio versions on multiple platforms. Thanks so much. Let's play Rust.